What's going on? It's the lady in the voice. She is my Godiva goddess. And he's my Hershey happiness. And babe, I wanted to ask you this question and I've been wanting to ask you this What's question. That? Since we've met, actually. Since we've met? Yeah. What is your number? What number? The number of the age of trauma. Oh, it depends on what kind of trauma you're referring to. Just what, the what's age the, of trauma? Yeah. What's okay. the first number that comes to mind? Are you referring to the first age I can remember experiencing trauma? Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference. Okay. I think that you'll experience trauma at a certain stage of your life. Mm-hmm. But you don't recognize it as trauma mm-hmm. until you try to do something in life and that holds you back. Mm. So then I think the question for me by you would be, mm-hmm. what would I believe my first traumatic experience to be? And what age was I? Mm. Well, is that fair? That is very fair. So let's do this. Mm hmm. Let's go over the five W's. Who, what, when, why, and where. Oh, my god! So let's gosh. start with the, with the first W. Uh, Who? That's, that's a hard one to talk about. Mm, okay. That's a difficult one to talk about. All right. So should I go to my next trauma? The second level? The second W? The second W? Because Because this helps people out. The five W's of trauma. Mm -hmm. Who, what, when, where, and why? I don't know if I can answer that. Okay. Publicly. Publicly. So you're, you're pleading the fifth on this one. I have to. Okay. So I'm going to go with um, the who. Mm -hmm. Definitely my stepdad. Mm, Okay. Definitely. That's your first memory? Yeah. How old were you? Trauma. Two. You were two years old? I was two years old. I remember being two. Really? Yeah. You can remember being two? 100%. That's impressive. Yeah. And that was the win. Okay. Okay. The where? Oakland. Where in Oakland? In a small two-bedroom apartment or home on Sunshine Court in East 14th. Where were you in the home? I was in the living room. Where were you sitting? I was standing. Yeah. What happened? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. What happened? I'm going to plead a fifth just like you. No. No, because if you're not sharing, why should I share? Because you're not going to put me out there and you're not going to put yourself out there. We're not doing that. Well. <laughs> just just know this. Mm-hmm. It was something that shouldn't have happened. Okay. 
and something that I shouldn't have witnessed at that age. Mm-hmm. Just, just know that. Well, I can tell you my first memory of trauma. I believe I was four. Four. Okay. I believe I was four. And the only reason I believe I was four mm-hmm. is because I saw a photo mm. and the the picture of me was in that same space mm. where the traumatic experience occurred. And um, I was around that age at the time. Mm. And it's, it's interesting because I kind of removed myself from that situation. Mm-hmm. And when I saw the picture, it took me back. Mm. It took me back completely. Wow. It, it put me back in that room mm-hmm. at that time when I witnessed something I shouldn't have witnessed mm-hmm. at that very tender age. Mm. So I remember us having a conversation about this a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I was very open with you. Yes. And, uh, but the age was different. It was four. It's always it was been four? four. Mine was seven. Okay, that's different. So I think what you're talking about is um, the the counseling, not counseling, therapy sessions but, but no, that no, we no. had. It, it's the same. Well, no, because at seven, mm-hmm. there were a lot of things that happened in my life mm-hmm. at one time. So seven was a very pivotal pivotal time for me because there were a lot of different things happening at four though. Mm-hmm. One particular thing happened mm. that we will not go into. I understand. I understand. So I was actually trying to prove a point. My point being is this before it was seven, mm-hmm. but as I've gotten older, I start to remember things or uh, is that, or is it that I didn't want to remember and I was blocking it out? So is a, this a new memory for you? This is in, in a, in a sense mm-hmm. because the details start to reveal themselves later in life. Right. You know what I found is that, a lot of things that happened to me as a child, mm-hmm. I completely normalized. Mm. And after I had kids, mm-hmm. I started thinking that's not normal. Right. But even as my boys are older in their twenties and darn near 30, mm-hmm. I really like, I have really vivid memories of very unnatural, very, toxic and Mm -hmm. dangerous things happening to me and Mm -hmm. around me. Like I'm remembering so much more. Yeah. And every time I, um, and maybe this is why I avoided looking at old photo albums because a lot of those pictures are attached to scary moments. Trauma. Yeah. Scary. Very, very frightening moments. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, we don't live too far away from that home that I was, that house that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. 
And there's times where I want to kind of go by there and I don't. Do you think it'll help you if you go by? Maybe. Maybe. What do you need to gather by going by? I I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Didn't we go by there? We did. But we drove by. Mm -hmm. I didn't really think about it. Mm -hmm. It was more like, okay, I'm just showing you. Yeah. You know. But I needed to get out of the car. I needed to... Uh, walk on the sidewalks that I used to play on, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to tell you what brought those memories back. Remember when we went to go visit my mother and we went through those photos? I do. That's what brought it back. And I remember the age mm-hmm. and, you know, I was two. Yeah. And I remember those things, oh. but I've been suppressing it for a very long time. Okay. But I remember at two what was going on. Wow. Not that I didn't understand it. Because, I mean, I'm sorry. Not that I understood it because I didn't. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm older, I'm like, "Mm." Wow. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. So why is it that, or why do you think that when traumatic things happen to us, Mm -hmm. we still... At this late age, Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not like, you know, right in our 80s or anything. But at this age, why are we still trying to protect the people that cause the harm? I'm not protecting anybody, to be honest with you. Well, we are. We are protecting them. We're protecting maybe family secrets. We're protecting. Mm -hmm. We're protecting the people who were involved but hurting ourselves in the meantime, because right. we still, even though I'm able to talk to you about it, which mm-hmm. I've spoken like yes. in detail with yeah. you, um, I don't talk to people about this unless I'm doing a workshop or something and I need right. to share my testimony with, um, with ladies. Mm-hmm. I don't really openly talk about it, like publicly talk about mm-hmm. it for fear that, Someone in my family will find out will be upset that mm. I'm talking about it. Right. Or I don't know why I would feel like they would judge me when I was just a kid. It's interesting for me. I would not want to hurt my mother. I think that's what it is for me. Mm-hmm. Based on her current state. I wouldn't want that memory mm-hmm. to surface again for her. You know what else? What comes across my mind a lot. It, this runs across my mind. Mm-hmm. I've heard my family members doubt what someone else has to say about mm. their personal life experience. Mm. I've heard them say that didn't really happen right. or that didn't happen that way. And I've never said that about anybody because I don't know. I don't know what happened to you. Yeah. You're my cousin. I was around you, but I don't know what happened. But I've heard them doubt family members. Mm. So I don't know why. Maybe I just don't want to be one of those people that gets, you know, doubt, doubted or whatever. Right. Um, so I choose not to talk about it with my family 
Makes sense. And I think fear is leading our emotions when it comes to this situation or our situation. And is it okay? No, because the fear, again, is to protect someone else's feelings. But in turn, we're not healing completely. Mm. That's a part of us that's left unhealed. Yeah, it's very true. Very true. And I know we're not the only ones. But sometimes you feel like you're on this island and you do feel like you're the only one. And everybody's going to judge you. Everybody's going to hate you. Everybody's going to. Or doubt you. Or doubt you. I saw a video this morning and it was a young lady on, I think it was TikTok or something. Mm -hmm. And she was, she was crying. Yeah. Because she was trying to tell her mother Mm -hmm. that her stepfather has been touching her inappropriately. Mm. And her mother didn't believe her. Oh, wow. And she's shaking. And her mother is in the background yelling at her. Mm. She's like, I don't understand. I keep telling you I come in the house and he's always trying to touch me. And you know what it is? It's not that she didn't believe her. She didn't want to believe her. And that I believe is always the fear that people have and why they keep things secret. That's right. Because they they maybe believe their family won't believe them. Yeah. But then why do we care if they believe us? It's our truth. That is true. Why do we care? Why do I care? Mm-hmm. Why do I not speak on it publicly, but instead talk in private groups about it? Or speak in code. Or in code. Yeah. Right. Like we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that'll be part two of this maybe, maybe so. we will reveal our truth because i think it I might feel really good yeah but are we ready because if you're going in i'm going in yeah you have to be ready for what that comes you know for what comes with that and yeah. that could be a lot it could be a lot that could be a lot there's people who <laughs> are not gonna want to accept that that's right that's right but again why do we care i don't know because we're human yeah. Chalk it up to human nature. Yeah. Because that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And fear, unfortunately, drives a lot of our decision making. Mm-hmm. How we move in the world. How we live our lives, meaning like happiness compared to not being happy. It's all a choice. At this point, I'm admitting that. I am afraid. Mm. 49-year-old man saying yes. Fear. Yeah. So we can't be our true selves. Yes. Or is it even necessary to talk about? Is it? As long as I'm talking to you about it Mm -hmm. and I'm free to just bring it up whenever and have the conversation with you and you're not judging me and you know everything going on. Yeah. Is that enough? Is it Mm. enough to have one person that you can share it with Mm -hmm. and you don't have to tell everybody? Mm. Maybe this is where it ends. Like maybe this is enough. Mm. That's a good way to look at it. I mean, it's a question. Yeah, it is. It is. Mm. Very interesting. How does this conversation pertain to you? Yeah, we're talking to you. 
What is your number? Can you remember that the age and the W's, the five W's, the who, what, when, where, and why? Man, that's those are great questions too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to unpack. It's a lot to unpack. And we have some things we got to unpack. So I guess we'll uh, get to unpacking. But as it pertains to this particular episode, we're not doing it right now. We're going to wait until part two. You got to tune in. So make sure you follow us on Spotify, of course, YouTube, Amazon Music, The Lady in the Voice. <sighs> and this is how we get down. She's my Godiva goddess. He's my Hershey happiness. And guess what, y'all? We, we out. out.